The first prince's arrow landed in the garden of a rich merchant who had a beautiful daughter. The second prince's arrow fell into the courtyard owned by a nobleman, and he had a daughter every bit as lovely as the merchant. The youngest prince, however, was not so lucky. His arrow landed in the palace fish pond, and when he went to retrieve it, he found it lying beside a large green frog. But father, I cannot marry a frog, he cried. You agreed to choose your bride in this manner, said the king. If fate has decided that you must marry a frog, then marry a frog you shall. How his brothers laughed when the three brides came to the palace. The daughters of the merchant and the nobleman sat at the banqueting table beside their princes, looking beautiful, and next to the youngest prince sat the big green frog. The very next day the three princes were married. The youngest prince felt very silly as he walked out of the church with the frog hopping beside him. A few days later the king made an announcement. I wish to find out which of your wives can sew the best, he said. They must each make me a shirt by tomorrow morning. Well, the nobleman's daughter and the merchant's daughter had been brought up in very wealthy households and had never sewed a shirt in their lives. Consequently, the shirts that they made for the king were very poor specimens with odd sleeves and large untidy stitches. At least our wives have tried, the two eldest princes said to their brother. What sort of a shirt can a frog make? Imagine their surprise the next morning when the frog hopped in carrying the finest shirt the king had ever seen. Unbeknown to anyone, the frog was really a princess in disguise, a very clever princess. She had thrown off her frog skin and ordered her servants to make the magnificent shirt for the king. Then the king asked the three wives to bake him a loaf. For I wish to know which of you is the best cook, he said. The wives of the two elder princes didn't believe that a frog could have made the fine shirt. She must be a witch, they muttered, and decided to watch the frog and see how she baked her bread. But the clever frog princess guessed their plan. She left her loaf so long in the oven that it was burnt as black as a cinder. And the other two silly wives did exactly the same. Then the frog princess took off her frog skin and called her servants to make her a proper loaf. The king threw away the two burnt loaves, but he ordered that the other one be placed in the centre of the table. For this is a loaf fit for a king, he cried. Tonight we shall have a great banquet. All the most important people in the land will be present, and you, my three sons, must all bring your wives for everyone to see. The youngest prince was in despair. How could he face all those people with a big green frog at his side? They will all laugh at me, he thought. His wife noticed how sad he looked. What is the matter, husband? she croaked. The prince looked down at her mottled skin and her big webbed feet, but he also saw the love in her eyes. 
How could he upset her by telling the truth? He could not help himself. He picked her up and kissed the top of her head. It's nothing for you to worry about, my love, he said. The frog vanished. And there stood the wise and clever princess, the most beautiful princess in the whole world. By kissing me and calling me your love, you have broken the spell that an evil witch put upon me, she cried. What a sensation they caused at the banquet that night. The guests clapped and cheered when they saw the handsome young prince with his beautiful wife, and the kind prince and his princess lived happily ever after. <laughs>